Yo, yo, guys! Welcome back to a brand new episode of Inti and Chopper's podcast. I'm your host Inti, together with my co-host Chopper. Yo, yo! Today we have a very, very special guest. A very special guest, all the way from America, originally from America. Is a professional football player played all over the world in leagues that you might know, you might not know. You will find out. Is an entrepreneur and a social influencer with subscribers encompassing 700,000 on his YouTube channel. Today we have William Oluremi John with us. Welcome Listen to the show. Listen to that intro. My <laughs> God. I could, yes, thank you. <laughs> I need a little round of applause. It's a little life bio right there. I don't get to hear that very often. But, but you know, you know, I had to, I was like, yo, I could get everything wrong. I best not get the <laughs> intro wrong. I feel, yeah. <clears throat> I feel listening to, uh, so many podcasts, I, I feel uh, it's a disservice when you have somebody and then you mess up the name or mess up a little bit in the intro. I feel that's a disservice. I would agree, and I've done it too many times. <laughs> I did it, and I've done it, and I will do it again because uh, it's interesting. You know, along with yeah. all that stuff, we have podcasts too, and right. you guys know the drill. When you start something, we were just talking about it. When mm. you start something, you don't know. Right. You don't know what's going on, and it, do- it doesn't matter. You just kind of put that for sure put that grill for sure in and sure. you know for so. sure for sure um yeah yeah genuine mistakes of course you know then you understand but you know but still you know messing up the name is just a no-go for me i can't i can't be having to do that but how are you fam how are you bro i'm so good i'm so good it's good to be here i know everybody's got everything on their mind trying to say corona you got this the stress all that my life i always say i'm good because if i'm not good i'm on i'm in the process of getting good you know, yeah. so I'm I'm happy. How are you guys? We're good. I'm good. How are you, Chop? Yeah, I'm good, bro. <laughs> Maybe a little bit tired, you know, but that, uh, <laughs> that's normal. So I'm, I'm still good, you know. Nice, yeah. nice. I mean, it is Sunday. We're recording this, so weekend's yeah. been rough. We've yeah. been out, so. But we 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 are so glad to have you. I want to start off exactly where you uh, started off the conversation that you you prefer saying that you're always good or you're in the process of good. Where where is it? Is that is that because you you have a spiritual outlook on life or you feel like just being allowed to be in the place you are should make everybody or should make you always be humble and good in the sense that i'm lucky to always be here living living life especially since of the situation right now yeah i mean i'm a genuine optimist Mm. uh overall and most people in my family are and i think across the landscape of the world it would serve most people better if they were genuinely optimistic about what's going to happen in their lives and what's going to happen tomorrow regardless of where it's at yeah and mm. that's just the thing it's like everybody wants something we all want something whether that's it doesn't have to be you want to be the biggest youtuber or TikTok president and big banker whatever you want something you're here and you want right. something right. so no matter where you've started i think it's important that you have this sort of hope this sort of thing and i'm not talking about that false you know like i'm gonna be i'm gonna be this and you don't put any of the work right. none of that right. no right. i just think everybody has something they want and if you wake up in the morning and at least say, I can take two steps forward towards that today, then that's that's enough. That's good. That's hope. Right. That's all you need. I, I can get up every morning if I can do that. Mm. You know, what else do you really want? So, right. right. Sometimes, um, sometimes um, me, m- me and my family, sometimes we have conversations like this uh, where where. 
specifically, your parents might not be on the same page with you about what your dreams are, where you're heading, but you know you're making progress, but they still would want to see some quant- like some something that they can see or your earnings or something. And sometimes there's misunderstanding between you and your family because they don't understand uh, you being an eternal optimistic and you thinking you're just just getting two steps ahead is good enough for me. Uh, Tell us about your family and the equation that you've had growing up and how is it? Yeah, so two things, even before I want to pass on that, because what that word you're looking for right there, as far as I can tell, is that family and people and friends, dude, they want something tangible. Exactly. They say, exactly. you say I'm working on a project and they'll say, where's the money? Right. Where are your views where's the results? <laughs> where, yeah. right. where is it at? You know, and, and I always go back to that. There's that uh, really interesting quote that's kind of a cliche, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to completely butcher the quote, but it's something to do with chopping wood. You guys remember, if you've ever heard this quote, it's something about the tree doesn't fall. Mm. I don't know. Actually, I've already butchered it, but essentially <laughs> the sense is, is that the tree falls on the thousandth strike. It's not mm. the thousandth strike that did it. It's the 999 behind yeah, exactly. it. Behind it. Right. And so you could be working on all this stuff and then stop an, a second before the water right. flow, right. the cash flow comes right. in. You do that thing right. and you don't want to be right. that guy because right. that guy's jaded. Right. He, exactly. he thinks life sucked because he put in 999, you know, days of work. Yeah. And then he quit. And the next day he would have got his reward, but he stopped. And right. so for the rest of his life, right. nobody gets anything. You don't get right. anything from hard work, bro. Right. Yeah. It never it never works out. Right. Yeah. He's that guy, you know. Also, I know just like a lot of, uh, you know, you see some pe- person become famous, right? And you be like, oh, where did this person come from? Like this, uh, this person just came out of nowhere for three months. But then a lot of people don't see what that person has done for the last five yes. years or yes. six years. But they start noticing that person after three months. So yeah. they're like, oh, you know, he just came out of nowhere. They think he just came out for three months. But now nah, this has yeah. been a long process for a lot of people don't see the whole other thing behind it and stuff yeah right and 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 I, i feel like there's a lot of urgency in this world right now that uh because of people are not seeing tangible results they they want you to get back to just doing something for the sake of doing something no. so i had this conversation with my my mom i was like i understand you're not seeing something tangible right now in what i'm doing what i have gone what i'm doing on the side with podcast or with youtube whatever do but if if you want me to go pick up and do something that i was already doing or just go back to just doing something for the sake of doing something then i'm doing a disservice to you disservice to me disservice to my existence because that's not my calling or that's not what i feel for of course you got to you got to you got to put food on the table you got to you got to have you got to earn to live and you shouldn't be a burden as long as you have something and what do you do in your free time or what do you do on the side should be yours doesn't have doesn't it, it doesn't always have to show dividends right away because it's a long game you would know about it totally totally i mean and and to go to your the second part of your question which was with my family i was blessed to have parents that definitely pushed me towards all of my obsessions and and interests and stuff like that and i was lucky enough to know very early on what I wanted to do with my life, which mm-hmm. I realized with a lot of my friends, I knew not only did I know I would be a professional footballer at 14, you know, I knew that I had already set myself up perfectly for that. And when I say right. knew, there was no tangible thing and no, there's no contract on the mm. table. There was no nothing. Mm. And even by the time I went to college, uh, and I ended up leaving early, but when I got there, and I've told this story uh, somewhere before, they make you take an assessment test in college in the U.S. It's like they want to find out what your hopes are, what kind of career you probably hope to have, how they can help you best when you go to school. And 
and part of the test, they have these questions that talk about what you're going to do with your degree, you know, what you're going to do. And I would answer all these like nothing, zero, nothing, nothing. And the reason wasn't because I was lazy is because I had already made up my mind that yeah. I was going to play mm. football. Right. I'm studying biology because I like biology. Right. But if you don't have this one track mind mm. because so many people and you're talking about family let's what about friends what about the naysayers what right. about the comment section right what about the people that look at you getting two views for six you know six months right or like that they're gonna say all that stuff it just i have i've found a way to probably at least in my life and maybe it, it, it can serve other people is that if you isolate yourself in in a certain way and i'm not saying mm. you can't listen to feedback i don't right. mean if you're making a right. shitty show and someone tells you that and seven up uh, have a look at your show. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. You have to be <laughs> right. a bit realistic yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, for, for sure. what you yeah. see here. For sure. But in another sense, you got to be crazy. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. Uh, how, what good has ever come of Earth uh, from anyone that has just done the same thing, the average thing in the right. crowd? It's right. just not happening. Mm. No one wants that. Right. So uh, I had a lot of support for my Right. family in that sense they were pushing me towards and i've got all these crazy interests as you kind of know but that's amazing since 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 we're on that topic it's a great segue to speak a, a, a bit about your childhood where you were born and uh, how did you discover football as your passion or as your calling so that's an easy one and i mean it kind of leads into the rest of my life in general so i'm from kansas city uh, i was born in overland park uh kansas in the u.s my dad is um a nigerian national team player so he, oh, was a, wow. he was a nigerian national team player growing up and okay. uh then he moved to the u.s to go to college he met my mom my mom was from chicago she's since passed uh okay. and she was a model and actress oh wow okay so that's kind of where i have this ability to be free on camera mm. that doesn't i'm not bothered by that right. so it was a nice easy thing to hop into the social media world when it when it popped up right but um yeah like i said i went on I was on the first U14 national team that the U.S. has ever had. So mm. uh, we went to Mexico. Down there, the trip did not go that well for me. We played okay. against, you know. And uh, But I remember I was out juggling some weird Mexican fruit <laughs> in the rain after we lost. And, like, right. the trip was – we were going to go home the next day. It was pouring down rain, but something – there's something inside that just had me be like, no, but there's got to be something I can do in this moment. That will benefit me tomorrow. So I went out there. Right. I grabbed one of these stupid little green-looking fruits, and I just juggled, yeah. right? And I just juggled the ball, or juggled the ball. I juggled the little fruit, and you know, and that was the thing for me. When I came back, was when I realized, oh holy shit! I've only been gone for ten days on this trip, but because I was playing at this really high level, everything that I was doing in Kansas City, like it's it's nothing. It was like it was like uh, the difference between I don't know. Walking and running. Right. All of a sudden, you felt like you outgrew the place. Oh, I, I, it, I blew it away. It's like you go to play with, you know, the national team. Uh, it's 18 guys who, mm. in a country of 300 million, they've determined that you were yeah. the best 14 in the country. Mm. So you're playing with the best guys right here for 10 days. It's a very competitive environment. And then you go right. back home to Kansas. I'm not saying Kansas is nothing, that we don't have good players. Yeah. But something happens when you up the environment, right. you know, and so that spurred me on to say, oh, OK, well, if I just put myself in a good environment, maybe I can do something. Then within a year or two years, I had some really crazy moment where I was watching the Champions League final. I can remember everything from it. The guy Fernando Morientes scored a goal and it was the first time I got the chills while mm. watching something. Mm. That was the moment that I realized, oh, I'm supposed to play football. I didn't feel it as a. 
as a thing that I chose to do. You talked mm. about your calling, like your mom right. was like, well, that's if I do this, that's not my calling. Right. And for me, there's no point in living without doing your calling. And it seems extreme to say, but I don't see the point. Why did why are you here to act like a robot? Some you don't Right. I don't I don't get it, you know. Right. So, uh yeah, that happened and then uh, at uh 15 I made that decision uh and understood the calling. At 19 I went pro and uh started with Chicago Fire in the MLS. Wow. And uh, then I got traded back home to Sporting Kansas City for two mm -hmm. years. And then uh, I've been in Europe for about 10 years or more with one stopover in uh, Morocco uh, oh. for a season, which was insane. Two riots and all sorts of fan violence. And right. I've seen it all, you know. Yeah. So. We'll, we'll, we'll get into the stories. <laughs> but how much of it would you, would you give credit to the background of your dad? Or, or background meaning because he was a player yeah. and your mom came uh, came from the modeling actress uh, so these are these are less chosen path uh for normally for people especially i know i know i can i can speak from uh my experiences or my country's experiences like back home in bangladesh uh international footballer they're not making that much money mm -hmm. none at all so it's not something that kids are being encouraged to do maybe playing cricket is because it's a big sport right now football no it's not. So I'm 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 wondering when your dad was playing or your mom was in uh, was being an actress. Um, what was the circumstances? Did were they fighters? Where did they know their calling before? Why did they choose what they chose? Oh, oh, oh. That's yeah. That's a good. That's a good point. So I mean, when you have uh, so my mom, I should I should clarify. So she's from the south side of Chicago. When you Google her uh, city, her part of the city. The first articles that come up, the first title, and I did this maybe a few months ago, is what went wrong, mm -hmm. oh, yeah. meaning that it's it's a shithole. It's there's it's violence. Uh, there's constant, you know, police. There's corruption. It's right. it's a bad part of Chicago. It's the South Side. It's well known as being a, a rough right, part. right. My dad's yeah. from from Lagos, Nigeria. Yeah, that's yeah. that's oh, which is uh, another thing. Crazy. So what you end up having, generally speaking, is that you have two people who are looking for a better. Yes. You know, she was the first person to graduate from college in her family. Yeah. Yeah, that's and she, it, so you've got these two people who are trying to get out. Right. <laughs> you yeah. know, and then so me, I have it definitely better than they did. Yeah. Not amazing at the beginning of my, mm. you know, uh, but start. those, but those DNA, that fighter DNA exactly. uh, that has been passed on to you, it, it explain it explains the amalgamation of two people who ran, who ran for their calling has passed that attribute of course there's so much that you have done for yourself but that is so amazing to hear and i'm astonished i'm truly astonished by people that find their calling that early right and they're getting yeah. younger and younger because i was not i had my calling but it's i did not act upon it okay. and 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 I, I think a lot of people are in my shoes but i i feel like better 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 now than you know like Never, you know. So right. whenever you have the time, act on it. Because I, I, I just, uh, I felt when I was like eight or nine years old, I felt people who could make other people laugh were superhumans to me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was just like, I was like, what? how can they command the room like that? Totally. Everybody is just listening to them. Uh, everybody, everybody just wants to talk to them. And it commanded, it commanded everybody's attention. One of the one of the one of the clearest memories is that looking looking at the whole room, looking at my mom, just just laughing, breaking into a laugh, and I'm like, 
wow, this is this this is superpower. From that moment, I had like commentary or being able to talk or being a talk or do something in this field was in my head. But I never understood that till. Right. I was I was old enough, so I I I commend you on that finding your calling but that early. You say that, but it's I've, I've I've noticed I didn't know that that wasn't normal, right? You don't know what's not normal until you start <laughs> asking people or yeah. talking to people. But uh, as I got older, I because I have friends now who still don't know what they want to do. What they want to do, yeah. But it, I I question because, like you said, some people feel the calling and never answer. Yeah, and those people, you're in for a, a really rough life. How right. are you going to give yourself what you want if it, somebody tells you what you want? You go, no, I don't want that. I'm going to stay in this safe little. Let me stay in this. I got a nice little paycheck right here. I got this right here. I can eat some stuff here. I can watch TV right here. I'm I'm good. But they're never really reaching their their true potential. So people do get that call. And I honestly think that everybody gets that call even a little because mm. it might be a little poke, like, oh, it'd right. be cool to do a cartoon, or it'd be cool yeah. to write a book, and they get right. it, and then they immediately throw it out there, like, nah, but I can't do that, and they have X, so many reasons why it won't work, yeah. and why they <laughs> won't get yeah, there, exactly. just, yeah, what is, why, why, why have you shot yourself down at all, and then, the, what I found is that if you start getting in the habit of pushing for the desires, once they come, a, mm. a new one pops up, Right, and then a new one pops up. Right, and you start winning. You start right. winning right. in and a weird way. That is so true. That is so true. And uh, ever, ever since I have, I have uh, woken up in the sense that you know, like, I have, I've started chasing <laughs> spiritual yeah. enlightenment. You know, not not doing. Not I mean, I'm still doing the job, and I still sure. have. Yeah, I whatever. do. But mm. I, but finally, I'm doing something that I'm enjoying the process. See, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not, of course, outcome is amazing, and I, I would love to have an uh, outpouring of love and money and everything. But I, but it has never been that I'm enjoying the process so much. Mm-hmm. So for me, being able to have meaningful conversations where we can give back to people, or or just having interaction that where I can influence somebody, uh, that process is so much greater than am I getting money out of it right now or not? Eventually, hopefully, it'll come. But right now I'm really focused on that, bring that energy close to me. Because once I've started, things are popping left and right. Totally. Yeah. And if you hone that skill, I think that's one of the things. And I just, I just had a meeting, uh, football related with a, with a director and there's a, a young player and there's with his coach too. And there's discussion of moving this guy, you know, he's a good player they're moving him to another club and right. stuff like that. And during the before the meeting they showed him some of the youtube stuff that you know right. that, I, that i've done and, and and all this stuff in the some of the soccer world and i mentioned to him this plague that's going around general society and i mean you guys may have seen this in a different place but i can only speak of in the soccer world what's happening is that when i was growing up obviously it was incredibly hard to get on tv it was incredibly hard you have to have done something truly quite good there's right. no there's no grab your phone and, and broadcast to millions of people. No. That's not an option. No. So you've got to succeed and hone your skill first, right? right. Yeah. So when I hear you saying, you know, this, I am enjoying the process. Well, when you enjoy the process of something, you do it over and again. Right. And you'll be persistent with it. Right. Which means that you'll get better at it. Right. Right. And so now we have, in a certain sense, I, I don't vlog a whole lot. We do vlog sometimes mm. and they mm. kind of have a theme to them. So I don't right. just constantly say, hey, I'm taking a shower. Right. Hey, I'm going over here. Right. Hey, you know, but, uh, these videos that have popped up in our world, uh, in the soccer world, are uh, watch my road to become a professional, right? It's mm. watch road to pro. Right. And the only, 
not the only. The biggest issue I have with that is that I didn't take the phone with me to training and record my trainings. I wasn't right. concerned about whether the lighting was good before I, I worked on my push-ups and right. sit-ups and all that. I didn't care right. about any of that. Yeah. And you won't need to care about any of that if you do the push-ups and stuff right. Someone will come and film you. you know. So, and so we've got yeah. a, a mix there where I think part of the society is really excited about the fact that they can get a message out of some kind, but you have to have some sort of quality and Definitely. some sort of value to offer Definitely. me, not just the fact that you're going to grow. Everybody's going to grow. I don't right. care that you have a story. Everybody's got a story. Sure. You right. know, is the story unique? Have you done something of value first? Right. Do that, hone that, and then tell me how you got there because I'd be really interested to know what you did that was so great. You know, right. so that's, you know, I, right. I see that a whole lot. And yeah. in, in, in I think my understanding of it is that people should really work to hone their skill. The rest will come. You say, uh, it'll be nice if I could get some money and it'd be nice if I could get some, all that's coming. Right. Yeah. Keep going. Like it, it, right. it's not just, I want some money, but it's, no, not, yeah. it's not what's happening. Yeah. Also, you need some value in what you do. You know, if you can't give anything, if you can't give any value, then nobody wants it. Nobody wants to see it. So if you have something that, wow, you know, that's something cool, then people, it will come, you know, the things will come. But you just have to be good at something, something yeah. that people see, you know, as yeah. in a, as a role model or what. And then people ask you, how did you do that? Blah, blah, blah. And then you say, well, it's a long process and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's interesting. I yeah. mean, that's, yeah, you that's, have to work on something. Yeah. You have to give out something to the world. It's a perfect, uh, it's, 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 it's a perfect uh, uh, segue to uh, our next topic as well, that the transition or not the transition or um Picking up or being entrepreneurial and stepping into the world of YouTube or social media. How, how did that happen? That's another interesting uh, side of it. So I'm, I, should, I should mention also that I'm an only child. Uh, okay. I love to spend time alone. I read yeah. like a crazy person. Uh, I like to learn and do all this. I, I speak a number of languages. That's also something we do on a lot on TikTok, actually, believe it or not. Right. But uh, how that happened is... When you're a professional athlete, depending on your sport, you end up with a very unique schedule. We, there's mm. no nine to five. That doesn't exist. No. I've never had a nine to five. I will never have a nine to five. And that's just my decision. It's not against right. anyone that needs a nine to five to, to pay. Do it. Do the thing that you got to do. I had nothing against that. It's right. not for me. And it right. never will be. Uh, so, but one of the unique things about being a professional footballer is that uh, y when you're not in preseason, you go mm. to training at 10 o'clock in the morning. And then by 12 o'clock, you're done. Okay. Now you can play FIFA all day. Yeah. You can play video games all day if you want to. No one's going to stop you. You can drink uh, most of the night. You can do whatever you want. Mm. Uh, I seem to either have been born with or they kind of planted the seed in me of, of being curious, of learning, and right. all that stuff. And that's what spurred me into an entrepreneurial mindset where I was like, wait a second. So I have two hours more or less of the day that I have to be yeah. here. I can do whatever I want, you know, for the rest of the time. And so what I did was I figured out that, I figured out early on. So to be honest, when I was probably 23, 24, I realized mm -hmm. the schedule that I have here, cause I've, I'd probably had for five years or so. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I want this forever. How do I make this, right. how do I make this last? Cause I'm not gonna play forever. That's, no. that, 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 that's exactly my, my thing. It was, was that a reason because an athlete has a very limited, limited amount of time or uh, where, where he hits his peak and then. Uh -huh. For me, it was not. 
It wasn't. It wasn't. Oh my God! I'm not going to play any, any anymore. One day, what am I going to do? Okay. That happens to and is happening to a lot of my friends, and I see it, and they just go take coaching jobs. It's yeah. really interesting. They usually go into coaching, they just after, go coaching. Yeah. Yeah. or management. Or, I love yeah. the game. Some of them do. I'm yeah. not saying they don't. But you're right, man. They just go, I don't know. What am I supposed to do? I can't kick a ball. I can't play football, but I can manage. I can't oh, manage. But most of them can't. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. exactly. That's what ends up happening. It's yeah. like they're not that good. They don't have a passion for it, but it's the easiest right. thing to keep their, yeah. keep their life going. So, um, yeah, I... I started in, uh, I think it's 2016. As a matter of fact, I think even in 2015, mm. someone asked me, uh, another YouTuber, a guy who actually hasn't played very much, but he just, he asked, could you make a video about how to play, what it's like to be a professional soccer player? Right. He asked three guys to do it. One guy yeah. was playing in Turkey. Uh, I, don't, I don't even remember. So I, I must have been playing in Finland. I was playing in Finland uh, at okay. the time. And another guy who was playing in Italy. And uh, you know what ended up happening? So. The guy had a pretty big channel at the time, 200, 300,000, maybe. Okay. Whatever. He had a, right. a big a big channel. And uh, he asked the three of us to do it. We all made separate videos uh, for him. The other two guys just took their phones and went, eh, it's hard, sometimes hard. One guy was like, I had to sleep in a car outside the stadium. And like, you know, he's just yeah. like, it's hard. And the sob stories. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, yeah, there's that there too. Right. It's like, I've been to trials. I've had coach tell me this. They sit here. You know, you got to put all your money into yourself to get yourself mm. there. I've been there. Great. Uh, and then the other guy, he kind of just sat in his room and did this thing. I ended up, for whatever reason, and I don't know, I can't to this day, I really can't tell you why, but I, before coming back to Europe, because there's break, you know, in the winter and the summer, right. I bought a camera and uh, I took it with me and I wasn't really sure what I was going to, there was no plan for that. But when he told mm. me that, so what I did is I went to uh, the clubhouse at, at the club and I, I sat it down. I taught myself how to edit because I had edited my highlight videos growing up. Uh -huh, okay. Back in the day, you had oh, wow. to not only... <laughs> Like back in the day, you had to edit your videos. You had to burn them on CDs, okay? okay? Like in 2000, like I went pro in 2005. In 2007 or eight, when I was burning my uh, highlight video, mm. I had to burn it on a CD and send it. I had to send it to someone because there's no YouTube like that. Right, right. You can't. That was, that was how it was done. So I had to learn how to edit. So that's how I did. And I ended up editing this pro video for this guy, and I added value. And we put skits, and we still do this on our YouTube channel. Okay, yeah. We put skits and funny stuff in there. And so I, I ended up just taking it as a nice project. When I did that, and what happened, he put out the other two videos, and I think he put out mine last, and mm. that's how I want And mine blew up. And it blew up because the kids were like, they saw a guy being like, yeah, I was homeless for a while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was there. Yeah, and then I broke down how kids should do it. Right. And it blew up. And uh, then from there, I just, you know, decided, all right, well, let me just go ahead and make my own channel, mm. offer value in the way that I see fit because right. I'm even more qualified than he is. He's never played professionally. He's just a guy that enjoys the game, you know, right. good on him in that sense. Right. But you can't tell people how to go pro if you've never done it i don't tell you how to make a car if i never done it doesn't mm. make any sense you know right. so uh we did that and uh over the course of i would say that first video i can still remember i think the first video in the first day got 512 views and the only reason it got that many views yeah. is because me and uh one of the guys b millie who's one of the guys in our podcast stuff like that as well yeah. uh that i grew up with we messaged everybody we put this link everybody yo you got to check this out yo you got and we hustled we just right. hustled for that first, you know, those first views because nobody yeah. was gonna 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 push. Right. And then, I mean, 
track a year later, I don't know, we'd probably gotten 10, 15, something like that. And then we did one year after that, we did this thing called the 21 day challenge right. where we put out 21 videos in 21 days. Ooh. Crazy. Cause that I must edited. have been stressful. Ooh, my God. That's probably the most. I edited everything. Mm. Uh, we did everything. It had skits. It's the high quality. Right. Uh, we blew up right then. That's when we blew up. Uh, right. And uh, the video now is still. So we have one video in there that's a running video. It's how to get faster. If you type in how to get faster into Google right now, you're going to see yeah. me into okay. Google, not YouTube. Yeah. So you'll see us there, which is crazy. Right. right. <laughs> how right. to get faster. It's not Usain Bolt. It's not <laughs> one of these guys. It's me. Yeah. You know, and it's just like crazy. But we did a lot of research. We did. You know, it's not just me being guessing so that's why right. it's once it comes back down to value exactly so that's happened and then you know from there came instagram then TikTok is right. this new and then game. it just landed itself into the other social media platform yeah there and and then to different uh you know domains and not right. just soccer anymore right. you know how much how much of it was uh, would you contribute to consistency as you spoke that when you started dropping and you did the 21 videos for 21 days and you blew up so how much would you attribute to being consistent in any platforms today it's two. I mean, I'll speak just for YouTube because it's funny enough on YouTube. So we did that, the, the 21 day challenge by about day seven, one right. of the other competing YouTubers, if you could call him that realized what was happening and thought, oh, the key is just upload every day. Mm. So what he did is he just took a camera out and just like kind of filmed himself running around doing, nobody cared. Mm. Nobody cared because we, it took us a month and a half mm. to film all the stuff. Mm. for it there's a lot of value there's a lot of stuff it's like cinematic and, mm. and all of this stuff so consistency matters but honestly if i was someone who was starting today now mm. in this world even even worse now because you have covid and everybody thinks they're a youtuber right that, <laughs> you know, yeah. or a podcaster right right all these right. people are going right. to stop as soon as they can go back outside the giant majority of them are not right it's harder than they they realized obviously now they understand you know but if I'm someone who wants to start a YouTube channel now, you do need to be consistent at the beginning. But mm. all you really need to do is cut out all the first beginner's mistakes that everybody would have and focus right. on your quality. You don't, don't film a video, try to get it up as fast as you can because you just want to get started. No, no. Take your time, film a very good first video, the video that you think is, is great. Right. And then I would say once you have that, go ahead, show that to a couple people, gets a little bit of feedback. You don't need to yeah. put it out and then do two more right now launch your channel now launch your channel on a nice schedule the algorithm in youtube wants to see consistency not every day upload that's not necessarily what did it mm -hmm. it wants to know that it can count on you mm -hmm. yeah it needs to know that you're not going to put one video up and then mm -hmm. disappear for three months because mm -hmm. exactly, it, yeah. it, it, it can't then it's bad for them bad for it's yeah. bad it's yeah. bad they need to know that you're going to be here if you're going to do fridays do fridays and just let it be fridays or monday and wednesday be monday and wednesday right well, the time when you can let your foot off the, the pedal from that is once you've established uh, a fan base. Right. Where they'll get that notification and be like, yo, my boys are, you know, they're back. Mm. I'll click on that. Right. So the, yeah. re the reason I brought that up is a lot of people get stuck on the fact uh, when, when they're starting, they do not pull the trigger. And that's one of the, that's one of the main issues I've, I've heard with a lot of people uh, that they talk about. So I, uh, um, yeah, we have we have this recorded and we've been doing it. Something like, where is it? Why didn't why aren't you putting it out? Oh, I don't know. Or oh, we're uh, trying to record eight episodes and then we're gonna release. Oh, I yeah. don't know if this is good enough. I'm like, so 
how long are you planning to sit on it? <laughs> oh, I don't know. And they like months and months go by. So how important is it to pull the trigger? It is important. Yeah, it is. Obviously, I'm not saying that you need to have the perfect because you don't know what perfect is. So right. What I mean is that you need to at least understand who or what you're going to be. Right. You know, at least to some degree. I'm right. not saying if you're. Uh, don't be a makeup channel and then tomorrow talk about lifting weights. Right. Okay. Right. 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 <laughs> you know, right. at least uh, have a general vicinity of where right. you're going to go. You'll find your way right. after that. But yeah, so I think it, it it's also both. I mean, if you're a type of person that doesn't start things mm. and you, you, you notice this, it, it, it comes down to being reflective because if you're that person, then yeah, you just need to start. I don't care what you put out. Mm. just put something out because yeah, right. then you'll get that snowball effect. Right. Yeah. If you're a person that understands that you're going to do this, you know, right. then take the time, make a good video right. and make your first initial thing into the world right. decent, you know, right. because people will go back right. and it will build up once you monetize right. and stuff like that. It can right. help. But you, but you do understand that you fall into that one percenters of somebody who found their passion at 14 continues and, hones new craft and hones new technique and hones new talents and goes into different avenues that's most of the most of the people are still in that rut of doing what they're told to do or what they look good or as we were having a conversation just before the podcast well just hard work there's a misconception between hard work being laborious work that you're only working hard if you're putting in 18 hours a day that's a misconception you could be working hard just on your craft and it could just take five to six hours or 10 hours. Yeah. I'm not saying it's not hard work if you're working for 18 hours. I'm saying what others are doing and if they're putting in less time, if they're being um, clever with what they're doing, being smart with their time, that's also hard work. Uh, so can, can I, sorry, I, I don't want to cut you off no, but no, no. because I, I definitely don't, I, I love to spread this because it's something yeah. that I learned truly. What you're saying is is so true and there's nothing more than that when you see guys in the gym also or uh, within my world too, people say I trained for six hours a day and I'm mm. thinking Messi didn't train for six hours yeah. a day. What did you do for six hours yeah. right. and why is it not efficient? Yeah. That's the first thing yeah. I spent 10 hours in the gym or I'm in the gym for three hours. Why? Yeah. Why are you there? But I think some people, they, they, they put half the heart into it. Cause I noticed this on like, sometimes when I work in the gym or at work, I might spend six hours not doing much. Right. Mm. And then I'll have, I'll just focus in on that one hour. I get a lot of shit done. The Pareto's, the the, Pareto's law. Boom. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes like you said, let's take the gym. For example, some people go to the gym, they walk around they lift a bit of weights. They have no direction. Sometimes I do that as well. Okay. That's fine. But sometimes I go to the gym. I'm like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to try and break there my record is. here. Ba, 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 ba. You know, 40 45 minutes. minutes. Yeah. And I've done everything and I've done, <laughs> exactly. had a really good workout. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. And then sometimes you just walk aimlessly in the gym for two hours going, yeah, you know, I work <laughs> five days a week, go to the gym and blah, blah, blah. But, yeah. you know, so you just, sometimes you just, if you, you know, own in, you know, put yes. like a bullseye into what, if right. you really know what you want to do, like you put small goals and mm. aim for that, right. then, then you get better results. I think, the I think, yeah. 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 That's all I was, that's all I wanted to, 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 to step on Pareto's yeah. principle right. is the, one of the greatest things that's ever, there's no way a guy as crazy as me with as many interests as me could ever get anything done. If I just try, kind of bubbled along in here and had this, you know, even like somebody scheduled this, our, our meeting here right. today, right? right? I didn't even do that. Right. Why have I delegated that to, to right. someone else? There's a reason, you know, why it's in order to make sure I can be here, give you my entire attention 
give that give back what I can in order to to make sure that it's quality, right. you know. And so I think people definitely have to if they've not read eighty twenty, I think it's by a guy named Richard Koch. Uh, he's just and the four hour work week. That's four a great hour work book week. As well. Yes, people should read that. Yeah, 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 that stuff is it's if you can identify it because you say long hours and hard hours. No, it's it's are you going to work smart? Right. If you take the time to figure out what is really like in the gym, you say you go there. I'm going to do this, this. I'm going to beat my personal record here, here, and here. Right. Like some guys might go into the gym and be, I'm going to curl a little bit here. Yeah. Then I'll do why don't even go deadlift for if you deadlift for maybe good five minutes and do yep. some squats and then you've done more than you could have done yeah. <laughs> in five right. minutes. Compound movements. Just yeah. you know, so eighty twenty. You can eighty twenty everything, yeah. and I think it's you know, yeah, it's changed for me. 100%. Right. And uh you know uh you know a uh, affinity of people loving stats, you know. So we got to we got to get it to some stats, some money and if 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 you're okay with, you know, uh you you have had a, you still have a career as a footballer. Now you have a career as an entrepreneur, as a social media influencer, so a YouTuber. What would you say is uh uh, for lack of a better word, paying you better uh, financial-wise, how has both of them played out? Well, that's interesting because it's going to depend on the countries that you're in. Definitely. So I'll give, uh, I'll give uh, just to to give some sort of substance and an idea behind it. I mean, in the U.S., things are, are great. They're much better now than when I was, like I said, I went pro in 2005 at the Chicago mm-hmm. Fire. And things now over the course of 15 years or so mm-hmm. have changed dramatically. Bonuses are up, minimum wage and things like are, right. are up, and these guys are sitting pretty. You know, I was lucky enough to have left school early. I think only ten guys left college early uh, that year, wow. so we're we're higher up than some of the guys that are you know just making uh, after four years of college. You know, they're coming in and they're getting these these really shitty contracts. It's bad, you know, but uh, over the course of my career, because I've played in Scandinavia a whole lot and I've played in Eastern Europe. Right. And there's a huge difference. So when we're talking about cash and stuff like that, you'll notice that in Eastern Europe, because they have a bit more of a less of a need for the organizational tactics that you find in Scandinavia, Germany, mm-hmm. yeah. Denmark. I understand what you're saying. The, the German, yeah. 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 We have this yeah. uh, pragmatic work yeah. ethic. Right, yeah, right, yeah, right, right, yeah. Right, right. Everything's organized. It's organized. Yeah. Shit right. runs. It's, yeah. it's yeah. going to work. It's like yeah. a cogwheel here. Yeah, yes, yeah. yeah, and, yeah. The, and, the, and the further south you go down, you can just pick yeah, players more, off the street. Yeah, yeah. Just it's pick more it more relaxed. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. because p- people are playing out on the street. You can really mm. talent. Uh, it it yeah. doesn't need to be so organized like how it is here. Even in Asia, man. Anyways, go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah no. Uh, I was just gonna say it has its positives and uh, its negatives. Yeah. Both both of them do. Yeah, right. Because you know when we. I was playing in, in in Finland, right? And we went on to we should have won the league. So we on the very last day, one team they they ended up winning and that cost us the the trophy. We ended up right. qualifying for the Europa League, but it's great. But what was funny, we were full of foreigners on that team, and most of the foreigners coming from Africa, Brazil, different places were expecting an even bigger bonus because at the beginning of the season the goal was just to get 6th place. Oh, well wow. now on the last day we could win you the league, which right. is going to bring you heaven's amount of cash yeah you know? yeah tons yeah, of yeah. cash it yeah. is it's quite a bit you know to to win the league and stuff like that but anyway so the exposure alone 
You oh, were supposed to go to Europa if we won that. No, so we were supposed to go to the Champions League if we oh, won. Oh, wow. But we ended up qualifying for the Europa League. Right. So, and we ended up playing. It's right. still good. I'm not saying it's not. I mean, for people, you know, who, who, people who have missed out, could you could you just drop a couple of names so people know who you have played for? And you, ah, you, okay. you just talked about Champions League. People need to know. <laughs> okay, yeah. So, I mean, obviously, some of the clubs I've played against, played against AC Milan when I was playing in MLS. Uh, obviously, we, even growing up, so I played in the U20 World Cup which is right that's amazing huge. and you know amazing. our team my world cup was the world cup when messi became messi oh wow we were the only team to beat argentina in that world cup mm. it was the first game uh however they went on to to win the whole tournament but we were right. the only team to beat them i think All they right. might have tied actually too as well but uh so yeah i've i've played against and with a number of you know world right. cup right. players you know right. and and Denmark, which is quite close to here, I don't know where your entire right. listenership is. Yeah, I mean we all over the place, but Sweden, Sweden generally, and U.S. as well. Okay, and those are the first two, and then we we have listeners from all, all over. over. Yeah. yeah, all over. So, yeah, I, I don't want to lose my my point. Right, though. right. We we we'll we'll go <laughs> we'll get back to the trivia and follow question towards the end. We could okay. go back to the financial yeah. question that we were on. Yeah. So, uh, w- what I was saying the positive and negative is because over here we wanted to get more for hey we just won you this even though we had a set up structure and the contracts for you know for right. bonus right. we thought everybody were, were going to get more they're just like no we wow. said this and you guys get this that's it next season if you want to ask for more you negotiate yeah you can oh, negotiate wow that's okay fair on fair on you because they're not going to miss a, a an opportunity a salary. no 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 they're not going to miss their giving you their side, which is what you're going to have on the Eastern Europe and stuff like that. They mm. might not pay you in a month, and then you'll get to the end of the month and say, we have a contract, and they'll go, did you score? Did we lose last Thursday? Yeah, so why should I pay you? Whoa. Yeah, so I don't, you, you're, not, you're not aware of that in the, in the football world. Football oh, world wow. is, is, can be very cutthroat and very strange in different parts of the world. Yeah. Now, on the other end, over there, like I told you, on the east side, if you're winning, they will rain cash down on you like no other. I've made, uh, there's times where I was playing and I won just a single game and made more than guys are going to make in the, in probably most first divisions in, I don't know, Finland and uh, maybe not Denmark. Denmark is the financial head right, of yeah. things over here in Scandinavia, but probably here too. Like, okay. yeah, so over there, if you win, they right. love you. So basically, the, the bureaucracy over here. There's too much. There's too much of papers and paper. There, there. It's like emotion. Like if you won and they feel good, there you go. There bonus. You go. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. But it, like I said, it's if you lose over here, you're still gonna get paid. Exactly. Right. That's that, that's that's <laughs> an interesting thing in right. uh, in uh, Sweden. I like to take up on that when I came here. It's not very competitive in Sweden. They want everyone to be equal. It's a very equal society, right? So even if you, for example, play a game, right, you get a point even if you lose, right? <laughs> so imagine, oh, but how many points you get if you, if you win? Oh, you get two points. Well, if you lose, you get one point. So if you get ten points, does that mean you won five times right. or did you lose <laughs> ten times? Yeah. So um, it's like they want everyone to have a chance, right? But but it's kind of unfair because you don't really know what you're good at. You know, it's doing you a disservice by saying, well, you know, everyone's good at everything. Well, no, not really. Yeah. How are you going to find out what you're good at if we, if you don't lose at something or if you don't win? Do you right. know what I mean? Uh, right. It's 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 a Swedish mm. 
mentality. But yeah. that e- but that equality also it's also helps. good. It's yeah, also because very good. because imagine if they get if if if, if it works on emotion and you get the good time, there's certainly going to be bad time. Sure. I would rather I would rather be paid all months than not get paid a couple of course, of months because of we lost. Yeah. yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah, that's where I mean that's what kind of spurs on the entrepreneurial spirit. So to, right. to give you that. What I didn't also want, what I I noticed obviously at 23, 24, it's cool. I want to keep my hours how I want them. But right. as you get older, you realize I don't really want to. What happens if t- I'm playing a team sport? It's not tennis, you right? Know? Like if we yeah. lose, we're gonna lose some games here. Right. Even if we're a good club, yeah. you know. Right. And what if the director gets upset with everybody? And I've I've played on clubs as well where they've paid just the foreigners or just the starting eleven, oh, wow. and not the other guys. Oh, and wow. guys are having to help you know give money to to guys right it's yeah I, i've seen every every form of that but mm. what i also notice is you i and i don't remember what point you asked that made me think about this but working for yourself is always going to benefit you uh exactly more. exactly so you're asking well what's what's giving you more well great that i you know can win a game and make thousands of dollars right. so just off of one night's right. work more than people would earn in a month for sure yeah. right uh but what about the long-term effects yeah. of yeah. this? Well, clearly, right. clearly being an entrepreneur is better. Clearly, right. you know, and, and helping other people, when you get people right. together to, to understand that we're working for a mission and, and a goal, mm-hmm. this is more lucrative and it will always be more lucrative right. than working for a giant organization right. trying right. to just right. push right. their agenda forward. It's, it's so interesting that you brought that fact up. It's always better to invest in yourself than invest in somebody else's dream. Sure. Eventually, at the end of the day, if you're working for somebody else, you're investing in their dreams. Exactly. Even if it's a slow burn, even if it takes 10 years, at least it's all yours. The failures, the success, the money, the losses, it's all yours. You sure. can claim it. If you're working for somebody else, uh, that can that can be really frustrating at the end of a 10-year run. You don't sure. have anything to show for because all that money is made yeah. by him. But I want to put a an argument against that sometimes sure. it's good to work for someone if it can benefit you as well exactly. do you know what mm-hmm. i mean so mm-hmm. but if you're not getting any, anything out of it then mm-hmm. just get the fuck out of there to be honest because <laughs> no, spe- if it's not really benefiting especially, you especially yeah. especially when uh, <sighs> when you are very well averse in that uh, field yourself when you know what the club is getting or when you know that the marketing side or the entrepreneurial side he can see it what other people can see that my jersey my jersey brings in or our team brings in way much more than what they're paying us so if i open up something or if i do something for me i get the whole pie now people are making money off me mm. making like what what his videos as when when they take their videos of course it's it's the it's the football team's videos right when he plays they can use that video and make more money than um, then he will make probably playing for them. Sure. And they would just make their money just from that highlight. Yeah. If he starts doing that himself, like let me create those highlights for yeah. me or let me let me show, uh, show the tactics myself, which, which a number of your videos are when, yeah. you're, when you're teaching kids uh, the totally. skills, right? Totally. So you are keeping all of that. Yeah, and I think what, what the, to, your, to your point as well, it's hilarious how simple it is to work in a collaboration because it's literally, you can still work for a massive company and then on the side say hey what if i created this thing that helps you guys too would mm. you maybe they even want to help mm. plug you up that's what i've ha- that's what i've noticed if people have a collaborative spirit on 
the way and the things that they're working. You can start to build up your own thing anyway, and then you'll have this huge network and ecosystem of everybody kind of giving and sharing and doing all this stuff. Because like you're saying, yeah, I could go to a club and I don't have to share any of that stuff. But what ended up happening, of course, is even by the time I was in Finland, by by the end of that year and stuff like that, I had already figured out a way to combine the club with me. They were giving me jerseys That's to give amazing. away. They were giving stuff That's like amazing. that. And so now we're all, we're just one giant ecosystem right. that's benefiting off yeah. of the people and i'm working to earn my own stuff but so i i consider that the best way to do it because anybody who's in a job if you're in a job that you you like but you're not in a position to earn mm. well mm. then stay there Try to learn do. all the stuff that's there exactly. and figure out how to give value to them and right. give value to you right. Exactly. Right. if it's shitty and you don't like the job because you're just whatever mopping floors no disrespect to janitors or anything no. like that but right. if you don't like mopping floors if you can find another job that's in right. your thing, go be the grunt. Right. Yeah. Go be the grunt for two right. years, right. and right. Right. who cares? You're learning. Right. That's the biggest thing that I and, and then bra- and then branch out and and do and go. do something. Take your expertise or open up your consultancies of sure. janitors. I don't know. I don't <laughs> yeah, know exactly. what you want to do. If you love it, yeah. 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 Uh, the, the 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 example that comes on top of my head that I've seen uh, recently. Uh, you know, Joe Rogan went to Spotify, right? The biggest podcaster right. in the world went to Spotify, right? And he got a hundred million licensing licensing deal. The day Joe Rogan signed the hundred million licensing thing, Spotify stocks went up by two point three billion dollars, right? <laughs> or something in billion. Okay. That's what I'm trying to say. That people miss that bigger picture. He got nothing. Uh-huh. He got nothing. Hundred million I for see. the stocks jump for two point four billion. <laughs> so, so what? What I'm saying, you need you need to be careful on, or if you're if you're already on your path of making something for yourself, stick to it. Stick to it. Don't 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 go under a banner. Believe in yourself, and 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 it will it will pay off. Sooner than later. I you know? see what you mean. So, yeah, yeah, that's it's huge. Plus, plus I, don't, I don't believe, like, sometimes you just do stuff for the heck of it. Do you know what I mean? If you really enjoy it, just do it. Right. And, and the, the payoff Will sh- come. shouldn't matter. Oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. it should yeah, matter. Yeah. But, it should matter, but, yeah. You know, you only... Oh, I'm going to sound uh, sentimental. But if, uh-huh. if you only live once, right, <laughs> don't waste your time on doing something you don't like doing, right? right. And uh, it doesn't matter if the money comes or not because you still enjoy what you're doing. And if you make a, you know, if you make a living, you know, you make money out of it, that's just a bigger bonus, you could right. say. Can uh, I throw this out here too? Because I, I'm 100% with this. Yeah. I've, I've said it many times, and I, and sometimes I see people that look at me like I'm insane. But if <laughs> I'm not doing what I'm brought here to do, I don't want to be here on earth. All and right. it, and people say that. Well, that's extreme. You're saying you're not. You're, you don't want to live if you're not doing. Yes, because I'm only here to do what I came here to do. Yeah, I don't right. know what how I got here. If I existed before the soul, sure. I'm, I'm not. Right. I don't know. But I what I can tell you is that I feel that I know what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. And if I'm not doing it, I don't want to be here <laughs> right. at all. I don't not. There's no point to it at all. You, you, uh, a lot of a lot of people talk about. Uh, that what what you said a lot of people have that and they have they call it a compulsion almost like it it it's it's brewing inside like i can't like i cannot i can't not do it yeah it, <laughs> yeah if i don't create i can't do it i have to create or i have to do podcast or i have to play football it's like almost like a compulsion 
and that's great but but the, how how you feel is truly remarkable and it's not it's not it's not the usual case so that's why it's no. it's so nice to it's it's such a nice uh conversation to have that to decode that where do you where does that how do you feel when when you feel the urge or where do you get that from yeah it does feel like i told you that moment when i was 15 when i felt the chills for the first time i'm looking oh. at this guy score a goal in the champions league final and he took off on the celebration run that was just epic just he ran from the, where he scored all the way back to midfield sure. everybody's going like crazy out of their minds you know because it was it took him a while to to score and so right that it was it's it's spiritual in that sense for me it was mm. like the nothing could compare to what i was supposed to do i didn't it it's almost as if yeah i don't i say it was i decided but i really don't no, it's as if I made the decision before I got here and then I was supposed to discover what I was supposed sure. to do. That's crazy. Like that. That's what it feels like. Mm. I know no other way of of, of living like that. And mm. the one thing I just wanted to say on uh, touching on to what we were just talking about previously is that learning about passive income is also one of the greatest freers for people who are trying to do their dreams and stuff like that. Right. And that's another reason why YouTube is great. We're sitting here doing this while my channel is running. Mm. All of our channels are right, are right, running, right. and the affiliate links are also running, right, right. and the store is running, right. and so we're earning money, and I'm sitting here talking to you. And I think if people, and I, and what I mean by people is that the, the middle class or people like my parents, like I said, where they came from, they didn't, right. they're not, they weren't rich or wealthy growing up. They don't have an mm -hmm. understanding, or they didn't when they were younger, an understanding of mm. the the stock market, investments, real estate, all these things. That's the freer right there. And I think if the middle class and, and the lower class, which is now what we're seeing across the entire world, is that there people are, okay, I can I can put a fractional share into a stock, meaning right. I can start investing with a dollar yeah. today. Right. And when people start to connect those dots to know that the incredibly wealthy people have been doing this, and that's how they, they don't worry about their job. They don't worry about, I got to work 10 hours, long, hard hours, and then that's what's going to give me. No, right. they thought, give me some cash, and I'll use this cash to make more cash. That's it. And their life is set up in a way that allows them their cash to make more cash for them. And then they just go do whatever they want all right. the time and right. build more assets. And right. It's important for people to get that because that's what I realized across my, my career. It's that guys, they make a ton of cash, some guys, and then they have to go take the coaching job. Yeah. What happened to the hundreds of thousands right. and nearly millions right. of dollars that you made all that time? Well, they spent right. it. They were exchanging their, their hard work for right. cash instead yeah. of their cash for more cash. How yeah. how are you no, with with, you. with your earnings or with your money? And uh, uh, what would you advise people that are in a position where they're earning or where they have a stable job, they have a passing income? How would you go about? Because you're a successful business owner as well. So I mean, I can only speak from from what I. And I one one of the things is funny because when people talk about money, they usually do this disclaimer like, "I'm not a financial advisor. Don't do. I don't do that. <laughs> I don't do that because this is it's good advice. You guys save your money first. Invest your money. Right. That's not that's sound advice. I'm not gonna. No one's gonna put me in jail or sue me for telling for right. me telling you to do that. Right. And you know, I really took control and and uh, took over my portfolio and investments in 2008. That was when I really started. I ran and still do run my own investments, my portfolio, right. everything. For and you're day. a young guy. For people who are listening, when he says 2008, he, he was, was even younger. <laughs> Could yeah. you please, yeah. I was 20, uh, so I must have been 19 then. Yeah, I was 22 or 23. And what what, what, yeah. were, what are you guys doing at 21, 22? <laughs> Listen to him. Yeah. yeah. 
so yeah, that was that was one of the biggest things was, and I mean, I don't want to pat myself on the back, but one of the most interesting things that I did about that was invest that money, not necessarily in what would be considered blue chip stocks, is that I mm -hmm. actually made a play on, I noticed in 2008, I had something called a Skype phone. Skype was oh, wow. barely alive. And this thing is like an antique. It was. It looked like a cell phone. It looked like one of those brick Nokia phones. Oh, yeah. mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. know those? Yeah, 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 one, one, zero, zero. But it was a Skype phone. Uh -huh. And if you could connect to the internet, you could make calls for cheap. And the reason I got it was because in 2008, I moved from USA to, that was my first uh, mm, in Denmark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I needed a way to call people home cheap. Well, what I realized is that this thing is going to be something of the the, the future. Like, yeah, I don't right. know how. Like, I'm not a genius. Yeah, here, right. But I realized people are going to definitely start figuring out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The only reason it happened to me was because I needed I needed it. My my American <coughs> friends didn't understand. Right. I had a local number, so if you were in the U.S., you could call me for free, and I could call the U.S. for like two cents, like mm. nothing. So I realized that it would probably be best to invest not in Skype. I'm not even sure Skype was a publicly traded company at the time or what, mm -hmm. what the issue or what the, what the deal was. I invested in the, uh, the things that were needed to run Skype. Uh, I can't remember. It's, I think it's called VoIP is the... Right, right. Uh, I know. I, know. I invested. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I invested in that. Oh, wow. The technology. The technology I, behind I used it. that. I used that. Yeah. Yeah. And that netted me a, a bajillion, you know, <laughs> a percentage return on that wow. over the course of... I, I, I remember looking at the stock... The first time I really cared to, to to care about that stock was when Barcelona won. Uh, so it must have been 2013 or 14. I can't really remember now. Mm -hmm. But yeah, years later, it was an investment. Right. It wasn't a trade. Right. Uh, and um, so for yeah, for for the people that are right now and have a little bit of passive income, one of the things that's helped me tremendously was understanding the fundamentals behind. When I teach people how to play soccer, I don't just tell them uh, how to shoot. That's not the. We don't first go how to shoot. No, I go. How to, how to dribble, because if you can't dribble, you're never going to be in a position to shoot, yeah. mm. you know? So I teach you the fundamentals and the technical mm. things first. Right. And if you go into investment and you, and you literally break down, okay, all right, what is fundamental analysis? What is technical right. analysis? Right. How, what, are, what are growth stocks, you know? Mm. And you figure out, A, how much money you can put aside. That money is not touched. That's wealth building. That's it. Right. There's no, there's no, oh, but it'd be nice to buy a little car. It'd be nice to go out like that. No. Well, you're never going to build your wealth. Mm. And if you want to be free, you need to build wealth. And that happens through investments. And that's it. So you can start with $5, even mm. if that's what you have. You take those $5, that goes into whatever, Tesla, you know? Right. Oh, is, is Tesla going to be around in five years? It looks like they're probably going to be around in five years. I like the projects. That's as little as you need to know. Anyone trying to overcomplicate stocks. Mm -hmm. To, is is, is going to do you a disservice. Right. There's more to learn. I get it. You and there there is, and I've learned a whole lot on my journey. Right. But don't let yourself not get started because you don't know what a uh, uh, you know a a P and E ratio is. Right. Oh, right, what right. Is that? I don't know, can't can't invest now. Don't right. not pull the trigger there. Yeah. Right. You know. Right. 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 So. Yeah, I, w I would say that. And definitely you invest the money that you feel you're okay to lose. You're not investing mm. your food money. If you if no. you're still worried about that you have to eat, mm. then you got to eat. Right. You know, or figure out a way like I, I've read a lot of books on it over the course of the years. People read the the most cliched one, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Mm. Uh, you guys have heard that. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. And uh, yeah. And I think one of the biggest lessons that I would take from that is the people that don't go ask necessarily always a friend for money, your dad for money, this mm. person, you know. Yes, I'm not saying you shouldn't get help from family. I think you should. And if you can convince your parents to give you a loan don't go waste that and spend that. Yeah, Maybe right. 
if they're going to say, if you tell your parents, hey, I'm going to try to learn how to invest, could you give me some money? Mm. I, if you have somewhat decent parents, they're going to be so happy to give you cash if they think it's going to, you know, help net you something. Right. So uh, for me, that that's what has given me huge amount of freedom. And I don't look at it as a rainy day thing either. Mm -hmm. I don't think a mindset is really important. That's one thing we haven't even touched on. But without the mindset and kind of the this visualization process that I right, have, right, right, I don't think any of this is possible. Right, right. When when you uh, when when you spoke about uh, that when you start doing when you start uh, returning to your calling or when you're answering your call, things start to pop up. Uh, that has a lot of lot to do with the visualization or um, just just that energy you put out constantly of that this is it, that this is what I need to do, and this is my calling. Uh, so speak about that mindset as well, if you can. That uh, Yeah, and everybody has read The Secret, sure. you know, the But book. I want to touch on something that you said before, that you're an only child, and I was an only child, right? So right. I imagine you have a quite a big imagination, and that's why you're into such a, a lot of things mm. than just... For example, you have a lot of football players but going to coaching, but you yourself went into social media marketing and YouTube and all that stuff. I would say, would you say that is credited to your being the only child that you had a lot of like ideas, like sparing out? Because, you know, usually if you're, as an only child, I know I have a, a bigger imagination because you spend a lot of time on your own. So you keep yourself... <laughs> Sort of entertained, yeah. yeah. Uh, so we, you come up with just weird stuff, yeah. We make us sound like we're the freaks of the nation. <laughs> yeah, no, it sounds, yeah, no, but, but not yeah, like. I know exactly what you yeah. mean. No, no, totally. You're right. You're yeah. right. And I and that's actually interesting. I've not talked to a whole lot of old, only children about that. But you're right. That sort of imagination that you, it's because they gave me a curiosity of learning. Yeah. Right. And that is what spurred, spurred it, yeah. all this on. The right. That's, yes, you're right. That's why I decided not to think. The only thing that I had, like, I get job offers, which is really funny. People would ask me and have been asking me for, like, you know, probably seven years. Like, what are you going to do after? Like, you could come coach this high school team. Like, they're, they're offering me this. Come come over here. You could do this. Or you can be a translator because you can speak, you know, more than more than one language. So you can be a, I'm thinking, no, that's just the, the easy path. I see this grand, you know, thing that I'm building and, and all that. So my imagination is what kind of do that. And if you don't have an imagination in that sense, if you don't, sorry, everyone has an imagination. Of course. If you don't, uh, if you don't encourage your imagination, it won't encourage you back. Right. Yeah. And right. that's it. Like if right. it, it'll, your subconscious will stop talking yeah. to you right, if right, you right. ignore it. And, and, and relate that to, uh, the goal setting, the vision boards and visualization. Okay. So, I mean, everybody's got their own thing and it's really interesting because it's been later in my life that I, I started to write things down. I mean, everybody's yeah. heard, like you said, everyone's heard of the secret, uh, whether or not people have understood. And I kind of, I get people being like, okay, so if I think a thing, then I'm going to have a Ferrari on Tuesday if I want. And it's like, okay, <laughs> not really. that's not, it's not realistic. No. That's not what we're yeah, getting yeah, at. Yeah. And even if, even if, what it is saying is essentially, yes, what you think about is what you will get. As as within, so without is right. essentially this. Right, right, right. And I think it's important for people to understand that as crazy as it sounds, you are truly creating your world. And I don't mean that in an esoteric spiritual no, sense. No, 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 not I mean, at all. Everything that gets filtered into your brain, you're yeah. the one that then gets to decide it. Right. If you get hit across the face, you can decide, 
that was an awful experience or wow this is great i should pick up jujitsu because i want to defend myself <laughs> right you know and how good it is that i got slapped across sure. the face because now right. i know that i need to defend myself that's still you that's that's me. that's yeah. still you you've created that and you will always be the one to create that the part where it becomes really interesting for people and a bit esoteric is when you start to think well if i hone in and and focus only on what it is that i want and in the feeling of that what i want and right. what it would feel like to be victorious what it would feel like to be up on stage what it would feel like to have a big youtube channel right. all that stuff right if i just focus and only think about that will it then happen and the answer is yes but most people will not stay persistent in that thought they'll yeah. think they'll right. start i mean how how great is it when you start something new I mean, you got those first 10, 15 days, you feel like you could never stop. Oh, it's fun. Right. Oh, I love this new yeah. thing. I love, I got my yeah. new podcast gear, got a camera, yeah. all this stuff. Right. And then, you know, the, whatever, the 10 months go by and you don't have views, you don't have a big deal, you don't have anything, and you stop You stop visualizing. Mm. So, you know, persistence is the only is the only true superpower that you have if you're trying to create a big dream that right. you, you've never done before. Right. You know, and so... Yeah, I, I, I fill my mind mainly with books and audiobooks that are going to lead and spur me on to keeping the right mindset. Right. And then I also, I do write down my goals now. Right. But everything that I uh, had achieved before, you know, as, as small it is to me because of what my grand vision, For I didn't sure. have to write down. Sure. But yeah. I put myself in a mental state. I do something every night before I, I go to bed, which is initially to focus on how I expect my world to be. Right. And that goes because I have so many goals that could be, it might be right. soccer one day, it might be uh, money, it might be a house, right. it might be whatever. Those are the basic superficial things, you know, that, that, that we need. But I do that consistently. Mm. The key to it and the key to the secret in this sense for me is that just like how you don't think when you walk, mm. like you, you'd be walking, right? You right. don't think about walking. Mm, you just yeah, get up no. and walk, yeah. right? the ability for you to walk has become entrenched in your subconscious right, mind. Right. Just like English in this sense. You know, even when you're learning a new language, you remember how it is the beginning, you know, ich bin ein, you start saying, you have to think about each word. Right. Right? If you want your subconscious to work for you, if you want this thing to, to kind of give you ideas on, then you need to flood your conscious mind. It has to be flooded with this. Right. So then it then passes on to the subconscious to the fact where you're cooking dinner and all of a sudden you go, oh, you, that's the answer. I have to call Frank. Frank knows this guy and that's right. how it happens. Or, right. oh, this is the idea. If you don't flood your subconscious mind, meaning that it's not inside you in that sense, it, you will never get the power of, the secret, quote unquote, in right. that sense. Right. Because thinking you're gonna get a Ferrari on Tuesday and then getting upset because you don't have it the next day and then someone else told you this and now now right. you don't, I'm not sure if I want it and then, sorry, right. you don't get the, um, you don't get it. I, I, like I've had conversation with Chopper about this before as well. Uh, but there's this great, great thing, Alan Watts, I don't know whether you've read about it. I know, for sure. So, uh, so we, so the, so we are pretty much connected to the outer world. Like I know the skin is is a is more like a pathway rather than rather than a barrier. So what we think translates, even if you don't think it translates, even if you speak it in your mind, it's going out there. Our thoughts shakes atoms and energy. And if you if we want to, so they are practical. It's proven. And and 
for people who think, oh, this is just bogus. Think about that time when you were when you were young and you went, when you wanted something real bad. It, it must have happened with everybody. Yeah. They were like, oh, how did this happen? <laughs> oh, really? Did dad just really buy me this? All of, all of a sudden, what? Like, did really, I, I, I made that? I made the cut? I want. I prayed all night or, or I, every day I wanted to make it to the basketball team and everything went well that day and you got selected to the basketball team. So if, if you look back and you look behind, there has been instances where you have practiced it. So yeah. what what I feel what you're trying to say is when you speak about it, when you're grateful and when you think about that this is, you visualize that it's going to happen, it's going to happen, opportunities aiding that process will pop up. Yeah. You might not get the Ferrari, but you might bump into a car dealership who will say, yo, I got a Ferrari, somebody left it. <laughs> yeah. You want to take it for a spin, and then when you take it for a spin, you're going to find that, oh, I like this, and he will sell it to a lower price. This is what yes. it means. You're not going to get the Ferrari, but it's gonna, the process is going to be aided. So think, visualize, concentrate, and let it flood into you, right? Totally. And I think even, even more so, one of the most powerful things, I read a guy, have you ever heard of a guy named Neville Goddard? No, no, no. You should check him out, especially if you like Alan Watts, uh, right. of course. And uh, one of the big things that he taught uh, in his idea behind manifesting what it is that you want, at least even mm. in your daily daily life, is right. instead of feeling and thinking that it's something that will be, it's to think of it as a it happened. is. As happened. it already yes. happened. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and you're showing gratitude. And instead that's a of, huge yeah. thing. Yeah, it's yeah, a huge yeah. thing. Because I practice that. Exactly. And, and people can attest, it, it, it may be a minor thing, uh, but it, to you, if, you've not, if you're not into practicing this, but the truth is, is that it's one of the most important parts about it. You know, because if you're always in a state of feeling, I want something, mm. all you're doing is saying, I want. You're giving the universe, I want this mm. thing, not, right. not I That you don't this. have it. Have exactly, it. Yeah. yeah. And it will keep giving it to you. you. Yeah, yeah. Right. No, I also think, because part of my life, I was thinking, oh, I, wanna, I want this, right? So it's so far away from my reality, right? But once I start believing, actually, nah, I can do that. You know, I am that. If I, right. for example, let's take you for you say I don't. You probably believe I am a professional footballer. I know I'm a professional footballer, right. and that's that's where you became a professional footballer because I know I can play this professionally. Do you know what I mean? Right. And it's not like I want to become a professional. No, it was yeah. more like I can play professionally, basically. Yeah, like right. I'm already here. I'm just not there yet, but I. I know I can do basically. Exactly, right. it's not I'm, here yet, but I understood that it was already done in, in yes. a sense. There was no question, and I think that's also there's a lot of fear. And it, I mean, what we're saying is is easier said sure. than done. <laughs> of course, of you course. You know, because yeah. it requires concentration. It yeah, requires yeah. you right. answering the call. It requires you taking a focus. And I'm also I'm a huge meditator, also. And so my mom actually is the one who got me into it. Okay. Funny enough. As I was growing up, she would say, hey, do you want to meditate with me? And I'm like 12 or 13. I was like, <laughs> are you serious yeah, with okay. that nonsense? Like, yeah. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. You know, uh, then fast forward just a few years to, to me sitting down and doing it. And like, it's one of my favorite things Amazing. to do of all time. Amazing. But you can age your like, and we everybody knows this in society now, we all have a very hard time paying attention. <laughs> oh, oh, I heard. Yeah, I heard. It. Now it has decreased to nine seconds. That's that's. Wow. If you're not, if you don't catch anybody's attention within nine seconds, they're off yeah. to something. They're gone yeah. Yeah. because of TikTok and the reels. <clears throat> no, yeah. constantly. I, I get it. You know, and, yeah. and I get it. But you know, and if uh, you're a person who's noticing this, it's not like we're saying don't use social media. No, that's it. You need to be the one that's in control. Right. Have you ever thought how weird it is that right. you're not even in? How many times? And this happens to all of us. Are you scrolling through something? And you realize 
Wait, I was supposed to just check uh, what time it was. Yeah. Oh, Why not? For sure. How did I get down for this sure. rabbit hole yeah, kind of sure. shit? And you realize you're not even in control sure. of your own thoughts, uh, of yourself? Are a, you serious? A bigger, a bigger awareness that I've realized, I'm like, yo, since I'm falling for the trap, let me just let me just click on the three buttons and say I don't want this. So <laughs> I'm only filtered with quotes and 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 okay. philosophy. So whenever I see somebody shaking their ass, I click on it and say I don't no. need it. So if you know that you're gonna get caught up in it, at least make the feed your way. At we least did, we did the exact same thing. So I didn't do that on I don't do that on other social media. And thank God now I have help uh, you know within our our team to help run the social media. But back in the day uh, with Facebook, what I did was just. I actually clicked favorites on all the soccer feed mm. posts. Mm. So it was at least highlights. If I do end up scrolling, at least I'm watching Ronaldinho. You know, at least I'm seeing a, a messy clip right. of, of this stuff right. like that. But the point that I only wanted to say is that if you guys, and we all are like this, because of the current state of society, we all have issues concentrating. Yep. Right. And one of the things is whether or not you care at all about the esoteric the spiritual side of it or even manifesting what you want if you can right. up your concentration you can up your efficiency which means right. that you can work faster you know you can work better you're going to get more out of your stuff which means you're going to have more time right and so the ability to to meditate to sit down to be in control at least your emotions and your, your thoughts, thoughts yeah. is going to benefit your life even if you don't care about anything else we said about right. manifesting so right. it's still worth your time you know, to put in, it's really funny because when do you ever work on your brain? Right. You don't. People no. don't. People are not even present these days. No. And, and no. Alan, Alan Watts another, has another beautiful quote that the, the, there is no past or future because the only time there is a past or future is with you in the present. Yeah. Because right now you think about the past, you think about the future. So there's nothing but right now. So it's... Present is the reason that you think about past or future, or you can. So be present and try to be. Uh, I mean, if if you can meditate, it's 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 good. But try to take five ten minutes in the morning or during night, whenever, and just focus on nothing and just try to be present. You yeah, know? exactly. But I mean, I mean, we've we've made this we've made this podcast real real heavy. I want to I want to touch <laughs> on some lighter stuff before we okay. end the podcast. Uh, Lighter, lighter stuff. A little bit trivia. I want to, I want to talk about the greatest uh, football experience, like on the stage or a locker room story that you have. Oh God, I have, I have too many experiences that are good. I'll give you, I'll give you. So, one of the very first times. Uh, okay, I'll give you, I'll give you this one first too. Uh, let me give you two. Right. <laughs> I'm just thinking because there really are, there's tons. You know, right. and I played because I played all over the place. But I'll give you a weird one because it's kind of attached to what we were talking about. All right. So one of the best goals that I've ever scored uh, in my career, uh, I would. Uh, this club had a big stadium, and it was actually the Olympic. It was in in Baku, Baku, Azerbaijan. Right, right, right. right. Our team stadium. So our team was owned by Azerbaijan Airlines. Right. Okay. And uh, the stadium that we had was at this. It was like the place where the Olympians would also train. So it's this big complex, and we had our own hotel. So what you have is you have a club where you have your own hotel room uh, that's like an apartment right. that you have just for you, and you also have a, a house in the middle of the city also, too. So you can decide to spend the night there if you want to – if trains in the morning, maybe you, you don't want to get in traffic. Yeah. Like it's just – it's crazy how they, how they do things. But what was funny is that at the hotel, I was on the fourth floor, 
and it overlooks the the stadium field. And so I would listen to music and kind of think about the game and visualize, right? And I would right. visualize all of these things at this one side of the goal, right? Mm. And uh, what ended up happening is that over the course of the the time that I played at that club, I scored. I scored three goals that won best goal of the month, one that won best goal of the year. Oh, right? wow. And in this goal that, that won uh, best goal of the, the year, what happened is a ball got played way like 60, 70 yards, whatever, 50, 60 meters, you know? Right. As the ball was coming in the air, uh, what I thought to myself first was, I'm just going to head it because I don't want to, you know, I was in the box. There were people around me. The safest yeah. thing is, well, just head it. And yeah. then no one will say anything bad about you. Right. Like You tried. You know, you tried. Right. But what ended up happening is as it was coming to me, I started thinking, you know what? Fuck Why it. don't I try and, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why don't I try and chest it? And yeah. what was crazy about this is that, like I just told you two thoughts that I'm having. Yeah. I didn't realize that time had actually slowed down. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll get you. I'm thinking, you, mm. what I'm telling you right now is like, I was going, well, should I do that? Yeah. I don't know, man. What did I eat earlier? Should I do that? And so all this is happening. Time is slowing down. I decide to chest it. And once it's on my chest, one of the craziest things that I've ever experienced in my life, because I've never experienced anything like that, I chested it. My foot kicked the ball over my head. And let me repeat that. My foot kicked the ball. Yeah. I did not tell my foot yeah, to you. kick you, the you ball. In, you're mm. in the flow state. It's in say. the flow yeah. state, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I've had people on our podcast, you know, talk uh, to, it, to, yeah. to, to talk about it, psychologists and stuff like that. But then I tell them this, and I'm like, I did not tell my foot to do that. Your foot just did it. It did it. Yeah. it you, did, did you didn't it. overthink it. It just no. came I, naturally, basically. In yeah. the moment. I watched myself uh, uh. do it, basically. Wow. And so I kicked the ball over my head. It went over this guy. And before the goalie came out to me, I hit it. And then we're off celebrating on this crazy goal. Right. Insane goal, you know? And uh, so, yeah, that was one of the, the, the moments where I actually... But it was also me not deciding to panic. It was mm. the... I decided... Because I really didn't say fuck it. I was I was more like, no. don't freak out. Yeah. yeah. And once I decided not to freak out, it, it, just, it just took over. I All just right. sat back and let, let, let That's it happen. That's crazy. That's crazy. So, yeah, that and that was, then... I yeah. would say the only other uh, crazy thing that happened was in Morocco. Uh, and uh, when we lost three games, I told you guys things can get bad. Yeah, We lost three games in a row. And uh, about 1,000 people showed up at our training facility, mm. our own fans. Wow. And this place that I played at in Masta Fez, Fez, uh, Morocco, you can't walk down the street without people screaming at you like, let's go this weekend. Yeah. Like, we like, it's crazy. You're, you're, a, you're a celebrity in the, in the city. Right. Well, we lost three games. They showed up and said that we weren't going to train. They said, no, nah, you guys don't get to practice today, which is a weird thing to say to a team that lost three games because we should probably practice, right? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and two things kind of happened out of nowhere. Some people, some argument happened and stuff like this. And before you know it, it's a straight-up brawl riot. And uh, guys on my team, they left the foreigners alone. There's probably only three of us, one from Mali, one from France, two from Mali, mm -hmm. one from France, and me. The uh, American guy. The club didn't have an issue. Sorry, the fans didn't have an issue with us. They had an issue with, because you know, the Muslim culture, a little bit more right. conservative. Right. Even though Morocco is a little bit more, even liberal as far as that. But a couple of the guys had been out at the club with some oh, girls. Wow. And some of them may have been even in partaking in some drugs or something mm, like that. Mm, mm. Well, the fans found out and they think that's the reason why we're losing.
they, they caught them as we all the, the cops showed up. It was mayhem, man. I mean, and guys are running for there. He had to run and jump. He run. He jumps over the fence. You know, they caught him. They dragged his hand through the thing. The guy Jeez. he had his tendons like the the thing out. He had oh, to play fuck. the rest of the season with a bandage on his Whoa. on his thing. You know, and uh, so I actually had a two year contract plus an option year there. A little bit after that, I broke the contract and left. Uh, not just because of that, not because I felt fear and they weren't upset with me or anything like that. But there was, it was one of those situations. Like I said, uh, maybe you're going to get your money. Oh, you guys won. Here's a bunch of money. You know, right. here's like, it was, uh, right. I'd come to the point where it's time to get a, right. a more stable thing. And where did I go? I went to Finland. I came to Scandinavia to get my nice. <laughs> right, right, right. So that's where we came as well. <laughs> I relate with the, I relate with that emotion though. I relate yeah. with the emotion uh, of like, uh, say with our cricket team, when they lose, they can't do anything. No. They can't even step out. There's death threat, burn, burning the house. It's crazy. I know mm -hmm. that emotion when people are so passionate. Uh, let's move on to the next yeah. question. What What was the biggest uh, YouTube paycheck that you got at once? Oh, God, that I don't know. Uh, the biggest YouTube paycheck? I don't know. So, and it's not even me saying it. I don't know our biggest YouTube paycheck. Uh If I could guess, if I could guess, to be mm. honest, the YouTube ad revenue is not even guess. I know this now for sure. Yeah. YouTube ad revenue is not what's given us the most money. Right. It's the affiliation. Actually. No, it's not yeah. even the affiliate. That's good. But that on this side now is it's uh, that's coming from our store. Like we have yeah. goldrevy.com oh, right, 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 and right. people are drive there. But right, no, right, right. it's coming from uh, sponsors. Right. Like, would you, would you, are you financially stable enough to leave football and not be worried about? That happened, uh, years ago. <laughs> oh, God, we get our ass. <laughs> so you're yeah. doing fine. You're yeah, doing, yeah, doing no. fine. yeah, yeah, we're, not only are we doing fine, we're hoping, to, not hoping to expand, we're expanding. Right. You know, and that's the idea for this year. And, and we're lucky enough to be online. Right. COVID doesn't hurt you. Yeah. <laughs> right, we don't right, have to right. close our office. In, so. in, in Sweden, uh, what, what has been the most uh, joyful experience? Like what, what playing for the club, meaning like what has been your greatest memory here? I would say, honestly, my biggest experiences have been outside of football. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. All right. So we take that instead. Here. Yeah. Yeah. Just for me, for over the course of this time. You got a Tunnelbana story? Like anything that happened? That happened to out of like at the. <laughs> no, no, I don't yet. I don't yet. I walk most places. Uh, no, I've been good. Are they really that bad? No, 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 no. But oh. you know, like Tunnelbana, <laughs> <laughs> uh. because everybody, people, people take Tunnelbana so often, you know. So oh, okay. everybody has at uh, least one something that happened in Tunnelbana. Well, at least knock on wood. Everything has been okay for me. Yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm talking about good ways. Well, oh, in know? a good it's, way. Yeah, yeah, nothing. Okay. It's safe out here. Nothing. Uh, nothing I know good. it is safe. It yeah, is safe. Yeah, yeah. Even though you guys had your first drive-by shooting last year, ever you didn't know that. Oh, no. Yeah. Where, where was that? I think it was here, in, or maybe it was in Malmo. Uh, Regardless, Mal Malmo is crazy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Stockholm's pretty crazy as well. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But, but, yeah. Yeah. If you don't, if you don't, if you stay. Yeah. In your lane, right. though, yeah. this place is incredibly yeah, safe. Yeah, it's very safe. It's right. incredibly safe, yeah, right. yeah by 100%. comparison to other places. Oh, too. yeah. 100%. So you've, tra you've traveled all over the world, and you've played from different parts of the world. Which 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 part of the world, where where, where would you say you found the women the most attractive? 
First off, everywhere because I'm not one of the. Uh, that's that's me being serious. Yeah. I got a pretty funny TikTok with uh, Stefan uh, Thyron, who's a Swedish. He's an American guy, but he's been here for a while, and he's he's got a pretty big Swedish following on right. on YouTube and stuff like that. But in the end, we we did that. Like, there's these things where you point and TikTok like, uh -huh, to yeah, your yeah, thing, yeah, yeah, and like yeah, it was like yeah, yeah, yeah. which who, which country which got countries the best. They right. yeah, yeah. We went with we went with Earth Women. Was our thing because to be oh. honest, across the entire globe, if you cannot find a sexy woman in this spot, you're not looking hard enough, or you're blind. Mm. Yeah. The way mm, I can mm, see it, mm, I get mm. it. Everybody has their personal taste. Yeah, sure. I'm not yeah, taking yeah. that away from you. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying if you don't, if you if you like, you know. But you got. You, Latin I, women. But we we talking more about the ratio. Of course, we love these hot women everywhere. Ah, okay. But you know, out of if 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 you ten if you if you see ten women walk by, the ratio is what I'm asking. How many would would it be hot? In oh, different countries. the ratio. Okay, so well then, and this I'll give you, because well I only give you the places that I've I've been and, and lived. I would say, uh, the Balkan regions. Yeah. Oh man, uh, they're beautiful. Yes, Balkan women are yes. beautiful. I'm 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 biased. Also, my fiance is Balkan. However, I will oh, still okay, I, okay. I, I will still I will still say <laughs> you have to say it. Obviously. Yeah, I, I <laughs> well, do have to say it. But she but she yeah. admires. She like she'll look and say like they're beautiful women. Yeah, and there clearly right. are beautiful women here. Uh, as well, and I've been all over the place, you know, in right. my entire career, so I can say that the ratios are great here in Scandinavia. Right, they're great in the Russia Balkan right. area sure. yeah. as well. So those are the two places I've played, so as far as I can say. Yeah. But that's that's all we needed to give <laughs> give back give back to Sweden quickly before yeah. we end. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, it was it was it was an amazing conversation. Thanks for coming to the show. Thanks for sharing what you've shared, and uh, thanks for sharing the knowledge and being so open about your experiences uh i hope the listeners have enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed doing this podcast um so thank you guys for listening um before we go i would like to say thank you for all the love you guys been showering on uh, on the podcast on the youtube channel uh we're truly grateful and we are trying to bring back the inf interviews hope you hope you like this one we have some great guests planned uh, in the future uh William, would you want to shout anything out before we go off uh, nothing. Listen, it's been good. It's always good for me. Uh, with all the things I got going on, I'm really happy that I get a chance to talk to you guys. I mean, this is a type of when I can be open and talk about all this stuff, because it's hard when you can meet people, you can talk about spirituality, open, what right. you think in manifestation, where you've right. been, all that stuff. So that's huge. But definitely, I mean, if you guys, anyone who's out there wants to just type in Golaremi into YouTube uh, or Google, you're going to pop up with we're everywhere. And so we'll make sure to share this as well to all our people. You know what I mean? They'll, they'll, they're going to get a lot yeah. out of this conversation for sure. Sure. All right, all right then, guys. Uh, Chopper, you want to say something before no, we go? No, I'm good, bro. All right, guys. Then catch you guys on the next one. Ciao. Peace. Later.